Hey everyone, Stephen and Alicia here. Happy New Year. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, capital losses. Every week, a lawyer that we work with, uh, Gord Steves from ABS Law, does send out an email on things that pertain to real estate and uh, and laws and uh, always some great advice. So we have uh, talked to Gord and we turn these into uh, videos or Tip Tuesday videos so that, um, you know, you can have some information about this. And again, we always recommend that you consult your own lawyer, consult your own accountant uh, um, or tax professional or whatever, uh, whatever you need to do. Um, or if you've got a realtor that you're working with, consult your own realtor on, on information too as well. Or we'd be happy to have conversations with you about the uh, about your home, about your investments, uh, whatever you're doing in real estate. We always enjoy having real estate conversations. So I'm going to let Alicia say a word or two because <laughs> I do all the talking. Actually, what's going to happen is Alicia's going to read through the... Because uh, he's not... The strongest reader. I'm not a strong reader. I can admit it. Yeah, that's. Uh, she'll read through it, and uh, then we'll have a quick discussion about it. And if you have any questions, just reach out to us. Hit it. All right. So capital loss. We have in the past years spent some time discussing capital gains on properties sold and how it affects our industry and our clients. You have a decent idea of what capital gains is. Simply put, when an investment property or any property that is not a principal residence is owned and then sold for a profit, then the seller must declare 50% of the net gain on the property from the cost of purchase until time of sale. This is painful for sellers because large gains can result in large tax bills. This was a common situation in the last few years as prices spiked. Now, the investment theater has changed and quick and huge quick gains are less likely, and in some cases, the sale price can be less than the purchase price if the property was bought relatively, relatively recently, especially on a net basis. When this happens, this is called a capital loss as opposed to a capital gain. This is likely not a welcome scenario for your client, of course, but there may be at least a bit of a silver lining. Any capital loss recorded can be offset against any gains realized on capital gains either going forward or going back three years. So if the client had, re had realized gains in the past or concurrently on other properties, then the capital loss on one property can be used to soften the tax hit on gains on other properties in the past, present, or future. The client cannot offset this loss against standard employment income, and while you will not be giving your client tax advice, you can send them to their accountant with this heads up. Yeah, so we'll have all the wording of this in below uh, in the below the video, and uh, so if you want to read through it yourself, if you have any questions, again, don't hesitate to reach out to us on the real estate side of things. If you're looking for a great lawyer, Gord has been fantastic. Uh, we send many clients his way, and uh, it's, it's always a, a good experience. And uh, just does a him and his team does a do a fantastic job. Um, and that's what we're trying to do is align ourselves up with other uh, partners within the real estate world that uh, can make everything easier for you. That's our goal is uh, for it to just be as simple as a transaction for you as possible, as stress-free as possible, and uh, and just make it easy part of your life. Because it's selling or buying a home can be one of the most stressful people thing, 
stressful things people do. Um, it's usually the biggest financial acquisition or sale that, uh, that a person is making. So again, any real estate related questions, reach out to us. Uh, looking to buy, looking to sell, happy to talk to you. Just happy to have a real estate conversation with you, right? You bet. And by the way, this was recorded January 29th, 2024. And uh, that's like plus four. Yeah, this is unbelievable for weather for January. Um, a little bit about the real estate market. Um, we're in real estate coaching with some of the top realtors all across Canada. And we are seeing in the Toronto, the Vancouver markets, um, Calgary, Halifax, all of them are in January, have experienced a lot of multiple offers, uh, a lot of uh, bully offers. And uh, it's usually a crystal ball of what's coming here. What happens in the Toronto and the Vancouver markets is uh, we usually see that about six weeks, eight weeks after uh, in Winnipeg and then rural areas a little bit further, a little bit later on after Winnipeg hits. So again, if you're a buyer, now's the time. Uh, I think uh, real estate's hit the low and um, interest rates are talking about going down. That's going to send a frenzy. We've got more immigrants coming in than houses being built. There is a shortage and it's a supply and demand thing. So only even, even if interest rates held, um, sales are going to go up because of the supply and demand. Again, reach out with any questions. We'd love to help you buy. We'd love to help you list and, uh, Thank you for watching. Have a great day.